Welcome, everybody, to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host, Viz, and tonight we have a very special guest, Laura Wiggins. Laura, how you doing? Doing good. Good to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm excited to talk to you. I'm a big fan of yours, and you have a lot of fans out there. You know, when we posted uh, your promo pic, I got people from all over the world, India, uh, Europe, like, I love her. We're, you know, I'm like, great. Make sure you tune in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're all out there. They're out there. They're all over the world. So let's, let's get started. Um, my first question to you is, how did you meet the Devan clan? I mean, they just... Uh... Basically, there was a, um, a casting director in LA that that um, I really loved, and they were multiple like, uh, mutual friends. And she ended up recommending me for um, for the movie. And then when I talked to them, I was they were just like it was just like the shirt I was wearing, I guess. And they wanted someone, I guess, kind of like just your typical everyday gal to play Jordan. Jordan. Because in the very first one, you know, Ashley goes over the top just crazy you know so i think they wanted just like grounding in this one yeah and um, which is fun to play someone who doesn't believe in what's about to happen to her. no absolutely and you know talking about jason and heather uh you gotta admire them a, a family-run production company and they love what they do uh i love talking to them for the full hour and i got to bring heather on the screen for the last couple of minutes as well um they said that you guys remain friends even after the production is that true oh yeah we hung out this summer they came to lake house we were doing some surf we were trying to learn how to surf this year (laughs) um we had cassius out there who's uh you know he plays the little boy in that yeah he's not a little boy anymore he's a teenager yeah they grow up both of his brothers were in it, and then PK, their older, wasn't in this one, but... That's awesome. That's but, awesome. It, was it a real family environment on the set for Along Came the Devil Part 2? Absolutely. I mean, they were... I, I felt like... And it's in a good way, you know? You can have families together, and they're just constantly like... Yeah, know? yeah. But I felt like they... Anytime they were picking at things in the script, like picking, like, being very, like careful you know to make sure that that they're having the the conversations they need to be having Mm -hmm. so they did great with that i mean you interviewed them so they're funny like you can definitely tell jason are a married couple but they're very productive so so when you got casted for jordan in the sequel what did you know about the first one did you have to go back and watch it had you already watched it um i ended up Going back, I hadn't seen it yet, um, mainly because my fiance at the time, now husband, is a little bit like freaked out with horror movies, and I love them, but I don't want to watch it alone. So I ended up having my uh, like one of my really good friends in um, oops, sorry about that. One of my really good friends in LA, uh, he watched it with me, and I mean, I just thought it was a, a fun ride, but I mean, it was. Scary, you know. Very scary. Especially the church scene, and I don't want to give too much away, but it's creepy church scene. I think we're kind of past the spoiler point. I think there's an expiration on spoilers. Jenny gets this huge like meltdown where the devil's inside of her. It's it's insane. Um, What do you think of the ending where we see them all not dead but locked up? 
I just kept wanting, you know, I think it's a really good ending point because you're constantly trying to, you know, you kind of, part of you, the sadistic part of us, I think, wants to kind of write her off and be like, well, that's that for her. Yeah. Like, they never found her again. And then, like, with y'all's interview with Jason last time, he was like, well, it's kind of hard to get her back. So it's it's going to be interesting to figure out how they wrap all that up. Yeah. There is you a know, I just think that Sydney's going to get a magical break and we'll be able to have her, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you know, it'll be nice to get Sydney, Sarah back, the whole the whole family, but we have to wait and see. Um, what was it like, uh, you know, with uh, Bruce Davison working with him as Reverend Michael? Oh, he's like a genius, I think. Because there were certain times when, like, I didn't know if he was ready for his day, I'm not going to lie to you. Cause he would just sort of be like, I don't feel like doing this right now. And then it would be like time for him to be on. And he'd be like, boom. He's there. Yeah. You know? and just thinking, I mean, and it's probably going to make him, I don't want to make him sound bad or anything. I think it's funny, but it was his first, it was our first day on set. And sometimes actors will have, we call it an eyeline where you'll read with another person. Well, and I mean, he I only did like two takes of this and he goes, Oh, it's something, something, and I said something. Mm. <laughs> and that's what he said for his lines instead of saying his lines. And then it turned around. He wanted no eyeline for me, and he was just like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, okay. Well, All right, this, this guy knows what he's doing. Well, he's been doing it for a long, long time. Yeah. Now, uh, when you watched the first movie after you got the role and you knew you were going to play the older sister, uh, like I told uh, Jason that, in the first movie, that the opening scene with the two girls, Jordan, um, you know, being so loving, and that bond, it, it really tugged at your heartstrings. When you were just watching the first film, what did you think of that moment, and then the father showing up, and the ugliness that pursued after that? I'm glad you bring that up, because I, you know, I've watch that scene over and over and over again just because there's not a lot of um just there's not a lot of relationship talked about um but those two little girls did an amazing job nice. apparently uh, jason said it was based on somewhat of a true story and um you know my family we have uh, dealt with some addiction and stuff like that so i i feel like it helped me understand how much time that jordan put into raising her sister and and supporting her sister and well maybe not raising her, but you know like she has a very protective thing but she also that little girl had this like little bit of trust of her dad yeah and, you know and i think that that's an important aspect of it you yeah. know because i think a lot of what's really scary in life is trusting people that you shouldn't trust. Exactly. You know? now, and so you get that feeling for this film. Like, can you, you think you can trust them, but can you? Exactly. Now, did that closet scene between Ashley and Jordan, did, did you draw any inspiration for the, from that on how you were going to portray adult Jordan looking uh, for your little sister who's missing? I like to take what that little girl did in terms of I felt like she was very careful. She's that kid that looks around and she's never big about anything, but she's always looking around and always watching, you know? Yeah. And there's some, and I felt like the, that girl, that she had a very like reasonable, like I saw how reasonable Jordan is, you know? 
Um, so I think those were the two things. I mean, it's so quick, you know, but. Now, how, how, I mean, how do you feel overall uh, career-wise doing sequels, you know, from original movies that did so well, and here you are going into a sequel. Do you feel a little bit of added pressure as an actor that you got to, you know, bring it all to the table to make sure it at least meets or even surpasses the original within well, your control. Yeah. With all the stuff that was in my control, I mean, um, you feel the pressure, but in the, on the day you just sort of remember that these people aren't worried about like the characters you're portraying. They're just not worried about the movie. Yeah. Then of course, once the movie comes out, then I'm like, Oh gosh, you know, like, you know, and, and then you read the like a couple of reviews and you get freaked out and blah, 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 blah. So I just ended up, you know, I try to tune it out as much as I can. Um, but definitely wanted to bring the energy. I mean, I don't want to show up to set and everybody else has worked on this movie and they're like, you know, they were, everyone on that set is like a family, you yeah. know? So you definitely bring their energy and be a team player and do what you can, you know? I mean, how do you feel overall uh, working on horror films? Is that, you know, do you love it? Do you dread it? You said you are a <laughs> horror fan, but you don't like watching them alone. I think for a while it's so mixed because like there was a phase I had where I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to go there mentally. I didn't want to be covered in blood all movie and all of this. And now that I'm a little bit older, weirdly, I'm like, these are awesome. Like, let's do some like creepy, weird people things, you know? But like when I was in my twenties, I was like, I just want to play a pretty. Yeah. Not pretty. get dirty. I just want to be pretty. <laughs> And now I'm like, yeah, oh, let's just be weird, like, whatever. Oh, you're fun. You're fun. You're a lot of fun. Uh, now, did you do any kind of prep, uh, special prep to get into the mindset of Jordan? Uh, I would, I would, um, I would watch those, watch the clips from little girls sometimes, especially when I'm trying to figure out how to interact with, with the dad. And then, um... You know, I made a lot of the prep about her trying to get back at her dad or her trying to understand him or figure that relationship out. Mm -hmm. um, as even though it really is about finding Ashley, but just trying to figure out like what's gone, like, you know, I guess he's changed all this, you know, yeah. um, new wife, then, a new child. Yeah. And then I just tried to get like, there's like that scene with the Bible. She's going to do a seance. So I just wanted her to just keep being like, nothing bad's going to happen. I'm going to figure this out. There's a logical explanation for this. And it's going to be fine because it's not going to be fine. No. So that's just, you know, so I just wanted to keep her in that mindset that everything would be totally fine. So then when it's not, you know, I that was going to trigger me a lot, I guess, to be freaked out, you know? Now, when you were filming, like, the third act of the movie, the ending, and your dad uh, in the movie is chasing you with an axe, Jason said, you know, he was paying homage to The Shining, um, you know, with that particular uh, sequence. Was that, was that, like, physically straining to go through all the chase scenes and having this madman chase you with an axe and, and filming it? I mean, it was late at night and, um, you know, we had some rain going on there for a second. So that was 
I mean, it was it was difficult, but I think um, you know it's kind of fun to just get chased around. And he was so creepy. Like the dad's makeup in that is like in real life, mm -hmm. it just looked it looked like <laughs> it looked right, you know. And he was playing around, of course, and like sneaking around. So I mean, if you wanted to play the reality of that, you know, that was that was pretty easy to be in that mode yeah. and then there you know but there was a couple of times where it was like four o'clock in the morning and young Cassius to van like is just like i'm tired let's listen to like comedy rap and not <laughs> do this and then jason would be like okay guys taking the music away from y'all <laughs> like, back to back to not reality what were uh now you were also in rings uh a very popular franchise right there what would you say were some of the 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 key differences in playing faith in rings and jordan in along came the devil part two what would you say was the biggest difference i mean i think i mean obviously the size of the parts faith in rings is once again, it's sort of here to dispel the legend, which is similar, I would say, to Jordan, who is here to be like, somebody took my sister, but she did not get possessed. Exactly. And I feel like Faith was there like, okay, yeah, like if you watch a video, then you die, which I was shocked she hadn't heard about that because I had heard about that, but Faith hadn't heard about that. Yeah. And then the plane goes down. Um, and I just think they were in such... You know, Jordan has an ability, is going to survive. Faith is going to die, and there's nothing she can do about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess those are a big difference. One's going to die, one has a chance of surviving. Let's talk about the differences, you know, from the people behind the camera. Jason to Gutierrez, Javier. Uh, what would you say? Any similarities? Are they two different? completely different directors i mean javi came from spain and he worked on the crow or the raven but he had a very long indie film that won a bunch of things before that so when jason comes i think he looks at it more like an american where he's like okay this is what we have to get done today and these are the shots i want Javi's like hmm let's just look at what we have to work with today and we'll figure it out and what looks good will be good. And if we get this footage and we don't like it, then we can shoot it again. So it was interesting to see that like, cause you know, the American producers, they're like, <laughs> you know, huh? But, um, you know, and I, I think that Javi makes, uh, they both, well, they both make beautiful movies, but that, that was the big difference between them is, you know, I think Javi, it's all about like that, like cinematography yeah. and all this. But I don't think he has a plan in his head as to what he wanted to do. He sort of just goes with the flow. And I think Jason like came to work because it's it's kind of Jason's. It's not Jason's money, but it's you know this is not a Paramount budget. This is you know Jason's like I've got, and that's the other side of it. Is I'm sure if they're like here's millions of dollars, Jason, <laughs> then he might be able to be like let's just come to work and figure it out. <laughs> It's gonna be fun. We have crafty. Now, now both rings and along came the devil. Uh, walk us through. Which one did you shoot first? 
I did rings quite a while ago. Um, that was also here in Atlanta. Yeah. And um, and then along came the devil too. I mean, that was crazy. It was we shot it summer of 2019 or spring, and it was out by fall. Yeah, yeah, it came out really, really quick. Did uh, do you think your part as Faith in Rings helped you get the role as Jordan in uh, Along Came the uh, Devil too? It might have. You know, I think. Have you ever asked Jason? Like, you know. Jason said there wasn't anything. I don't think there was anything he really watched. He just like when he talked to me, he felt like, oh, that's who I want for that part, and that it was just sort of like a feeling, you know. <laughs> like that's that's what we're looking for. Now, were there any moments on the set of Rings or Along Came the Devil where you found yourself uh, just freaked out uh, by the overall environment of the film? I mean, you know, you're you're doing a make-believe story, but, you know, whether it's the night setting, the props, the fake blood, or anything like that, they kind of freaked you out. Well, we had the score, which was awesome, already there. So we listened to that score. We shot in some films that are some films, some uh, some houses in Atlanta that are haunted. Like really? That added a little. Yeah, oh, or damn. at least they told us that to freak us out. But I think I think it was really help, uh, really haunted. Um, so I thought the music was great, and then there was something with like George Troster's like aesthetics, where if you really wanted to like zero and like this is real. It it would it wasn't hard. I mean, I actually jumped back. I don't even think I told anyone this because I like walked. I don't smoke anymore because I just had a baby. But I used to smoke, and I walked outside for a cigarette. And um, the there was like the head of the mom, mm -hmm. Heather's head, was just hanging in the garage, and I just looked up, and I mean it. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, that... and I think they even had the dead baby in there. I mean it was the. the Demonic baby. That would freak me out as well. Uh, would you say uh, between the two scripts, what attracted you to each one, uh, Faith and Jordan? Uh, let's take Jordan first. What attracted you about the character of Jordan? I mean, besides being the lead, which is very attractive in itself. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just super fun. And just her, how much she just keeps trying and keeps working to do this next thing you know she didn't um and i thought it was really cool that she survived this um and there's a possibility for the third because she's going to be such a different person after live through this you know yeah. she's already lived through hell but this is a whole this is the devil exactly <laughs> so, exactly so. now how about how about you know it's a smaller role with faith uh is, i mean is that the role that you originally auditioned for in Rings, or did you audition for another one but got the role of Faith? Uh, so everything had been cast, and Javi actually had an actress he had worked with. Before. No, that was her first thing, but I think they'd worked on a short. Somehow the actress he picked, he loved her for the lead of that, and that's just how that got done. And I ended up auditioning for Faith, and... Um, and it was funny because I actually thought I didn't get it because they were like, they hired a girl from the CW. And I was like, always someone from the CW. But I had done this like, you know, five episode recurring role on the Tomorrow People. And they were talking about me. And I was like, oh, I'm the girl from 
want some of the CW girl. Cool. <laughs> that is cool. Um, but I did. I was like at the gas pump. And I was like, why? Like <laughs> I got it. No, I think I did. What? Out of all the the stuff that you've done, uh, what would you say was like the biggest budget that uh, project that you worked on? Hmm. I mean, it's got to be between Shameless, um, like a TV show. I ended up, you know, one of those. Or, uh, but movie wise, was probably Rings or Nancy Drew. Now, are you a fan of independent films and and working on them? I do like them. Um, I mean, I like all films, to be honest. I'm one of those that I just like to pretend and get into it. But I do, you know, I'm I'm from Athens, Georgia, which is kind of like a little indie music hub. And yeah. so I do like the, there's just something about not being with the studio that gives everyone a little, I feel like there's a little bit of breath, you know, a little, and if everybody will stay organized, you can make a really good film yeah. in a short amount of time. And kind of relax and change things and figure out what you want to do with, you know, studios. Everything's got to be approved. So, you know, you either and you got very little wiggle change. room. Yeah, you either gonna fight for the change you want to make, or you're just gonna have to make it work for that day. Um, and you know, even and that's another big difference between like two directors is like, and it was crazy for Robbie because he was just like, I don't care what the studio wants. I'm gonna do what I think is right for this. Um, but generally, I mean, they're breathing down your neck. Yeah, um, which yeah. they were. They were breathing down his neck. He just literally did his own thing, and I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> well, yeah, I respect that too for them for him to stand up and do it his way. Uh, I mean, they hired him for a reason, right? Now, uh, what would you say is what would you say is the role that you're known for the most? Uh, is it for rings? Is it along came the devil? Two, when you get recognized, do it's people always Karen from Shameless? Yeah. Um, especially during lockdown, people binge watch the crap out of that show, which I think is good. But I mean, sometimes I'm shocked because I mean, there'll be like an 11 year old girl <laughs> and she'll be like, I loved your character on this. And I'm like, well, your childhood is now gone. So <laughs> and you watch Shameless and you know too many funny and sad truths about the world. <laughs> I mean, tell us about your experience on Shameless. Uh, you know, like you said, it was a TV show. It was it was pretty damn popular. Uh, what did you? I mean, compare that to working on movies. Do you did you enjoy TV more or less, or is it no difference? Um, I, it's different in the way that like you're not you don't know how the character's ending. So you're very, you just feel a little bit blind. Now, not all series are this way, but for Shameless, they want to keep it all under wraps. And um, so like, we might know an episode or two ahead of schedule, but we wouldn't know. Like I had no idea that like Karen get hit by a car. I had no idea she would have a baby. I had no idea she would have a sex scene. With... I did know that one because in the British one, Frank and Karen have a sex scene. And so I didn't know about that. And, um, but that's the main difference. I mean, you know, series are, are fun because you know you've got the work coming and that's, you know, yeah. you can keep, and just something about keeping on working, you know, where, where with movies, I, I guess I'd say like it, 
if like the money was no option, I like the movies a little bit just because you really can like punch up moments yeah. or not do it and you kind of know how to do the artistry where you're just on Shameless sometimes I would just really think they were just making this girl out to be so horrible <laughs> and they'd be like, no, 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 you cannot make her nice. And if I tried to make her nice, they would cut it. So it looked like I was a horrible person. I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> this is the nature of it. You know, I've asked this question a lot to uh, a lot of actors. If you have a choice of doing a role and getting job security for several seasons or being in a film where you read the script and you're like, man, this is, and it has a, a big studio behind it, potential for a big hit. What would you pick, job security or the potential big hit? Ooh. That's a question. I mean, yeah. I mean, the mom in me is probably going to pick that job security. But, I mean, uh, you know, and it depends on what kind of big hit, you know. But, I mean, I think if it's all the kind of fame, because fame is, is, is interesting, I think, if you don't know why it's happening it can actually be kind of annoying yeah like i'll say like karen now i'm totally grateful and totally i'm like i'm happy with it all but before i was like i don't want to be famous for this role like i need a different role like i want to be on like desperate housewives or grace anatomy <laughs> like i don't want to be on this <laughs> and then i mean as i got older i see i'm like wow like that was a dumb train of thought because now that like shameless is so unique and um, you know, there won't be another role like that in, in 20 years, you know, yeah. where you just love her and you hate her and she's a wild card. What um, kind of reaction did you get from, uh, you know, fans of Shameless for, you know, playing a not so nice character? Because there are fans out there who have a little bit of a hard time distinguishing between character and actor. I mean, we had some... You know, you get famous and you're in your 20s, you go clubbing. And so I had some like kind of dangerous, like creepy dudes that like, and then weirdly I would run into girls sometimes even that wanted me to be her. And when they figured out I'm not like that, then they were really disappointed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess they wanted like a cutthroat, like I don't give a shit. Like, I don't know if we can cuss on the show. But no, you can. This is the internet. <laughs> but I think they wanted that. Um, so I learned a lot about people's expectations versus what they're seeing. And then I don't know like if it's just a Georgia, but people have really gotten off of that. Like I feel like there's so many celebrities and actors out there and conventions and you know, that yeah. now people are so nice and sweet about it. And like, so it's, it's been weird to watch how like from 2010, I guess is when that started mm -hmm. to like 2021 and how just, people changed with how exactly. they feel about celebrities and actors and i always tell you know people who play uh you know antagonists on shows if you get like a lot of negative pushback that means you did your job well so exactly you know you, you have like the kid from game of thrones and like yeah. he doesn't want to do it anymore because it was it just it can be really shocking when you're not ready for it but i'm like i kind of want that kid i'm like Nah, you should get back in here. Like, get back in this room. Like, we loved it. We loved it. And Ramsey Bolton, like, loved, loved to hate that guy. Exactly. Now, you said you're a new mom. Is this your first? 
This is my first baby. She's six months old. I am going to spare you. I'm a parent of three teenagers, so I'm going to spare you of, uh, you know, the stuff you're going to face in the years to come. But uh, has been no, six months is the hardest thing, right? <laughs> they don't do it. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> yeah. Now, has becoming a mom changed your, your perspective on your career, the acting? Do you find yourself looking at things, uh, not in life, but in regards to the roles that you do? Do you approach them a little differently? I mean, it's a good question because I want, I still like the kind of nitty gritty, hard to understand stuff. And I, and I love content like that. So, you know, I'm not super worried about censorship and all that stuff, but, um, you know, there is an aspect of it that like, I feel like it should have some kind of decency to it in the way that I want her to understand self-respect, which sometimes when you're an actor, you're like, there's a role. Well, me? Okay. Goodbye. You know? And so, um, well, you know, right. I, I didn't even think of that. Of that. I mean, like, when your child grows up and watches you now acting, what is she going to think, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know what the shameless stuff will, but at the same time, like, well, it's out there. And that's probably, like, the only thing. There's that, and there's one horror movie I did a long time ago, and I never watched it, but I should have. But it's called The Gansfeld Haunting, and I think, you know, there's, like, near nudity in that or something. But, you know, shameless will be the main one. That if she was going to see it, but then there's also like Nancy Drew, you know, yeah. and that art and and these kind of principles are about stuff you see and you're trying to express. It's not about who you are. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing a job you hate, then I don't ever want her to feel that like you know no. do this because even if you hate it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, going back to Rings, what did you know of that franchise when you took on that role? Um, oh, well, I had watched, that's the third one, right? Because there was one and then two. I believe, yeah. that it's either, I think it's the third one. I think the two, the second one just feels like two movies, but it was just one. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I, first of all, Samara was when I, oh God, that came out when I was in eighth grade. So I was very terrified of the ring. Um, and it was until, a huge hit. Oh. I mean, it was just, I mean, it's a classic. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even like my niece and nephews know you're going to die in seven days. Even if, I don't think my niece have even seen the movie, but they know like, you know, someone calls you on the phone. Says you're, um, and I mean, even like I got to go to Rick Baker's studio when I first moved to LA and he does all the special effects and he put first girl that's like in her chair and the yeah. first one that did so um you know i will be honest i didn't think the third one was as scary as the first one but they normally are They're not, not you know? yeah, like, yeah the first one's always a little bit better um but that first one like ruined me for a little bit like i didn't want and kids won't know what it's like to have been watching something and the tv goes static and like that's scary. It used to be really scary. I used to hate the white noise. Um, and the girl, one of the girls that plays Samara, Bonnie Morgan, was actually in Shameless. Oh. So I do Bonnie from playing. She played the contortionist in like Kev's 
this will be like for super fans. You know, she's this redhead that's like a contortionist at one of the um, members, like a, I think it's Kev's bachelor party or mm-hmm. something, but it's someone's bachelor party. And um, so I knew she had played that, but she was in full makeup. And when she showed up on set as Samara, she got like right up to me and was like, Hello. And I was like, she's like, it's Bonnie. And she keeps like a squeaky toy in her bra because she's a clown, like literally a clown. So she's like, hi, hi, it's, it's Bonnie Morgan. And I was like, that was so funny. It made my life, made the whole career great. Now, when Rings came out, I believe it was like number two at the box office that weekend. And it grossed like somewhere like $83 million on its opening weekend. I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, do, well, first of all, when do, where did you watch the final product? Did you go to a screening? Did you go to the premiere? Did you go to the theaters at all afterwards and watch it with friends and family? I don't remember if... Well, I, I guess first I should ask... I, I guess I should ask you first. You have watched The Rings, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen that. Um, I just watched it at home, though, unfortunately, just because I don't remember if I was working on something because it it was in theaters through like December and then it popped out pretty fast and went straight to whatever it was then. I don't know. Platforms keep changing on me, so I don't know what they are. Everything is pretty much all streaming now. I want to go see that new, uh, is it a Marvel movie? Black Widow? No, maybe it's not. Uh, It's like an Asian superhero guy. He looks super awesome, and I should know the name. (laughs) Now I'm going to be in trouble because I don't know the name of that. (laughs) But it looks really beautiful, and I want to go see it. He's like a, I don't know, he's a a fighting guy, and he looks beautiful. (laughs) He's a beautiful Asian fighting guy. (laughs) I don't want to say the wrong name of what martial arts practices yep just leave like it. Shin. just keep it safe and and keep it at that now uh you know we don't know yet and obviously you can't say but hypothetically would you be interested in reprising the role of jordan if absolutely. if it were to come your way absolutely like i just want to always you know i just want to work with them again but it would be i want to see how where they're going to go with this. Yeah. And Just a little hint. Uh, Jason and Heather are going to watch this. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, we should say something bad about them. Because <laughs> in- there's so many bad things. No, there's nothing bad to say. <laughs> in fact, I... Uh, they're too pretty. Yeah, yeah. They're like the perfect couple. I sent them the... Before tonight's show, I sent them the link because, uh, you know, they, they they wanted to see it, so I sent them the link. So they're either watching this live or they're going to watch it later on. Now, moving forward in your career uh, with a new baby and everything, what would you like to see happen? What, where do you want to see your career go from here? I mean, I'm just, I, I'd love to get on a series and, and work on that. I mean, I want to, I'd really just like to um, just get back to work. I think there's a like a there's a lot of people out there with kids and babies. Oh, so yeah. I think yeah. yeah. My husband's a stunt guy. Oh. So like he's um he actually worked on rings and I got that job because nobody had hired 
that character a fate. <laughs> so he was like, you should audition for this. And I think we auditioned for it before. So what's Every... it like uh, married to somebody who's in the same... I mean, obviously, you, you guys are not the first, but, you know, your husband being a stuntman and you being an actor, what's dinner like at the dinner table? So, honey, I mean, did you catch on fire today or anything like that? It can be, and then he might pretend like, you know, he's he's running into something or, um, you know, I mean, we've got like when uh, Heather and Jason, we were all hanging out like we were doing wake surfing. So Kyle's got his wake surfing. Um, I've learned a little sword fighting. Um, he's got a big silk rig in the back. We had horses at our house uh, that a friend brought over so she could just, you know, practice with them. Um, one time, like, because he worked on Matrix and John Wick 4. Wow. So, I mean, he's gotten, you know, he's, you know, there'd just be these random, random friends he'll have. And, you know, like, it was funny to be uh, working on something. And Keanu Reeves is just standing there, you know, and he's so nice. He's just like, <laughs> like, it's Keanu Reeves right there. And then if you say that to him, he'll be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now let's see, working on the film, uh, you were surrounded with like veteran actors, uh, John Galecki, let's see, Alex Rowe, Matilda Lutz. Uh, what was your impressions working with all of them? Um, well, it was mainly just with Alex Rowe and he worked on, uh, Vampire Diaries or the other one that the CW, I think it's, was it Vampire Diaries? See, I'm really bad with the names of things, and I've really got to get back on it. But um, he worked on the CW show about the vampires, and he, he was really nice. He was actually part of the reason I decided to move back to Georgia, because he was just having such a blast working there. And I was like, well, I'm from here, because I've been lived in L.A. for 12 years, and I really miss it a lot. But um, with the COVID and all that, it's kind of hard to bounce back and forth. Yeah. And so... We've stayed in Georgia. <laughs> now, uh, you know, COVID is still around. It doesn't seem like it's going to go away anytime soon. Uh, what's it like as far as auditions go for you? I mean, obviously everything is being done through tapes, uh, but have you seen for yourself opportunities shrink? Uh, what's it like? I definitely think, they are being a lot more uh, picky about how they, they get people because they're getting a lot more tapes and a lot more submissions because now you can be anywhere in the country mm -hmm. and you can do it. So, you know, I think the, I think the numbers are a little down from where they were when we were just going out in L.A. Because um, it was just like, they, it felt like they were just seeing everyone in L.A. and then they'd see tapes. Yeah. But now... Yeah. You know, I'm not in LA, so I'm glad they're not doing it. But you'll get that, um, you know. And I, I got like super close to a series um, in March, no, in, in June, May or June. I got like super close to something. It didn't work out, unfortunately. But, um, you know, so I, I think you just have to be really on the ball with stuff right now yeah. and also right for it. It's like you need to be, and you have to learn how to light yourself. And, so that's a whole other thing too. Now we've got to learn how to, um, you know, audition ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Now, um, 
do you like would you prefer like if you had a choice on the genre that you would like to do moving forward basically what i'm trying to ask is you know when it comes to filming horror how big of a fan are you uh compared to other genres i mean it i like horror but i like like sam raimi kind of horror you know i like it to be have a little bit of of comedy to it but also i you know now remember sam raimi's i don't know if you ever saw this but he's the guy who did the evil dead and there is that's and one that, of the scariest like, evil dead 2 is like evil dead 2 is like one of my favorite horror movies of all time because it's so creepy and scary as a child you watch that as a kid even his hand chasing him around the house is scary, you know? And then you watch it as an adult and it's hilarious. But the one but that shot where they're just going in a circle around the house, yeah. that's still really scary, like the old woman. But it's all horror. It's all it's all comedy. Yeah. Um, and I thought they did a pretty good job when they brought the series back, to be honest, to seeing the, you know, because there's that element of like, something's good but at the point they did the series movie it was comedy at that point okay. but. i mean i i remember what, this is how old i am i saw the evil dead 2 in the theaters when it came out <laughs> i was a kid i was a very young kid now have you ever seen the original um the first one yeah yeah okay now yeah. you know the first one is just downright scary as hell no you know and you you go to the second one uh it just shows you the spectrum of what sam raimi can do and then you have sam raimi I mean, he also went and did spider-man uh so he does everything so yes, you know you have to admire somebody who has such uh versatility and a really nice portfolio on the wide spectrum of stuff that they have done um have you ever had a chance to work with sam um not like i mean i did a screen test with him a long time ago but not like really you know i don't feel like that was probably working with him that was just probably me trying not to be nervous <laughs> which maybe i was because <laughs> i didn't get that part but i you know um but you know like just that those 10 minutes i mean he's a very um he, he likes a lot of freedom and he also is very technical with his cameras what i picked up from him is he knows but he doesn't expect us to be technical yeah, with it, you know? yeah. he just wants us to be where we're gonna be now take um, us back to the beginning uh when did you know you wanted to get into acting and you're like this is what I, was it as a little girl was it in high school later when did you know well, when I was, uh, I think I knew for sure when I was in like seventh, eighth grade, I ended up, I actually wanted to be a Broadway actor because um, <laughs> I auditioned for a Broadway show in eighth grade and I almost got it, but I didn't. And that's when I wanted to start figuring out how to be a professional actor. Okay. Um, and then I did, uh, it was like a, a community theater called Oconee's Playhouse and a lot of like, I wouldn't say like, like there's there's a lot of us that have gone on to have professional careers from that little group that started it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we were just we were just working so hard on everything, you know, that we really got the bug for working hard at a production and seeing it go to fruition. 
And then before that, I was just that weird kid that was like in a costume, you know, at Sunday school. And mom's like, she's dressed up like a witch and we're in church. And she's five. And that's what's going to happen. Because like she tried to get me dressed and it would just, if I couldn't wear my costume, I was just going to throw a, a holy tantrum. So, and I guess you have kids, so this might make sense to you. Yeah, Why yeah, she just, yeah, just yeah. go to church. In a witch's costume. Oh, yeah. I have a girl. I have two <laughs> boys. And we went through the whole princess phase and all that. So you always, from your earliest memories, like to pretend and play different roles just for fun. I always like to do that. And my dad's a, a trial, like, criminal defense attorney. So he's got some, you know, he's got some stories. He's a storyteller. So... <laughs> So I think I always wanted to be a good storyteller like him. And I was like, well, somebody tells me the story to tell. Hey, eh? <laughs> there you go. Hand me a script, put me in front of a camera and I'm ready to go. Well, Laura, this has been absolutely fascinating. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, you know, just before we go, uh, you've done a lot of paranormal horror stuff. Um, is that, you know, in the subgenre of horror, as a fan and even working in it, do you like the paranormal subgenre, the supernatural? Mm -hmm. I do. I mean, I try to. I even like it in like real life. So, I mean, I like like haunted stuff. I think I I like paranormal and like creepy monsters and ghosts more than I you know the murdering slasher. Those 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 like slasher things like like the. Those those go overboard sometimes, but then again, you have like Kubrick, and you're like, well, that was brilliant. So, and that's definitely a slasher in a lot of ways, you know. So, if somebody told you, "Hey, that house in real life now, that house is haunted," would you go in it? Yes. You see, I and wouldn't. I would not expect anything to happen. Okay, so you're a skeptic. Because you probably believe it's haunted, but I'm a skeptic. And I would love to believe that there is something creepy and way outside of myself that I can't understand. No, you see, for me, I'm just like George. for me, I'm like the complete opposite. I believe in it, and I don't ever want to experience it. <laughs> you know, I'm fine with that. Uh, That's what people say who have experienced. Yep. Hold on, we've got a little yep. break up here. Yep, yep, I think it's coming back. Can you hear me? I can hear okay, you. Okay, you're back, you're back. Yeah, it just, it paused, and then it sped right back up to where we are now live. Anyway, I wanted to thank you again for coming on our show. This has been a fun hour. You are a super fun person. Uh, and uh, thank you for your patience in getting on the air with me tonight. Uh, any final thoughts you want to share with everybody before we go? Hmm. God, I've got to think of these. Always think of your final thoughts before you get off the show. That's what I'll say. Okay. <laughs> That's anything. good. That's but good. I'm so cool for being here. And thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Guys, check out the movies. Of course, Along Came the Devil Part 2, Rings, Shameless. Where is Shameless available now for people to, if they want to binge watch it? I think it's on Hulu. 
it's still on Netflix. Okay. I just go to Netflix. Go to Netflix if you want Put to watch that Shameless. out there for for everyone. It's not free. Yep, yep, that is true. All right, I think we got another pause there. But anyway, I want to thank you. I want to thank Laura Wiggins for being our guest tonight. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. (laughs) I think we lost the audio. Anyway, guys, till next time, stay safe and stay walking. Good night.